and you're back here in PT Meal Physical Therapy Podcast. This is the second part of our conversation with Joy Nolasco on pointers to consider if you are going with an agency on your uh, on your road to working as a PT in the U.S. So we talked about contract hours, work setting, transition process, and more. So again, if you have any questions for me or Joy, feel free to message me in my Facebook and Instagram accounts at ptmailpodcast or email me at ptmailpodcast at gmail.com. Also, I would love to hear from you. Send me your comments, questions, and or suggestions as well. So there, come again and, and let's take a listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we talked about also the contract hours. Mm-hmm. So you, you also have to, for them, you have, they have to also consider, is there a way to shorten the, the contract hours? Because mm-hmm. in some agencies, they there are ways that you can shorten that hours. Like if you do more patients or more work at a certain or overtime work, mm-hmm. overtime work, then they would allow you to, or that, that would count into your hours to shorten it. And mm-hmm. also like, um, you also have to ask, um, which, which setting you're going to go into. So mm-hmm. at least that you have, you have an idea, uh, yeah. that you're going into this setting or this setting or this mm-hmm. setting. In my case, they were asking me uh, which setting that I would prefer going mm-hmm. or and also they asked me which state I wanted to go or do I have a state that I'm more comfortable with. And back mm-hmm. then, I was just like, I just want to go to the U.S. So <laughs> yes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just <laughs> give, me, give me an interview and I, I'll try to ace it. I want to go to the mm-hmm. U.S. Is that also your case? They they also yeah. ask which state. Mm, I think that's um, fairly common to um, Filipino physical therapists. We get impatient mm-hmm. and we just you know whatever I uh-huh. could work in any state that you would give me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have that luxury of choosing which setting and state they mm-hmm. would um, assign me in. So in my contract, in check their contract. Um, they said that I should be amenable or I should agree to whichever setting, whichever state that um, I get assigned to. Mm-hmm. So regardless if I like that state or not, yeah. if that's where the work is, mm-hmm. you know, I have to um, accept that job position. Otherwise, it would mm-hmm. be um, against my contract. Or, right. Um, well, they asked me just because they want to consider my feelings but they said that <laughs> they said that it's not going to be a guarantee that if you mm-hmm. want to go to that state you'll be assigned there no so that mm-hmm. what they did was gave me multiple um interviews i had mm-hmm. uh, one interview in texas and i had two interviews in maryland different facilities mm-hmm. and uh, the one in, in texas and the other one in maryland are the same companies and uh, the other one in Maryland is the, the company that I went to for uh, a, a, when I went to the U.S. So so at that point, I wasn't sure how it really worked. I, I mean, like, I, I thought coming here, I, I, before coming here, I thought that it's like the Philippines said, um, you, you have one license, physical therapy license for the whole, mm-hmm. for the whole U.S. Um, because they're giving me Texas and Maryland, it's two different states. 
Um, so I thought that one license, when you pass the exam, you all can work anywhere. So, so that's when I realized that if you if you work in one set one state, you apply for that state's license, and if you go to another state, you apply for that state license. Yeah, but same with me. Um, my original license was um, I think it was a Florida or Texas uh-huh. license. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but I um the job offer that I received was a Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, company mm-hmm. and because I just really wanted to go to the US uh-huh. um, I didn't know that you have to wait for the um, you know transfer of we call it the transfer of jurisdiction from mm-hmm. Texas you have to wait for a month mm-hmm. um, before you get the approval of Maryland uh-huh. um, and that's something to consider as well so if um, that happens to you um, it would be good if your agency is really trustworthy and they know what they're doing. And if they're honest, you know, mm-hmm. they would tell you how the process goes. And mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you said that we, we as Filipinos just want to go to the U.S. I remember yeah. that before signing up to my agency or my, my previous agency, um, I, I went to a seminar on um, one agency they were. They said that they were trying out sending uh, physical therapists, so we will be the their their first batch, supposedly. And I was like, okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. So I I I read in my papers everything. I I submitted to them. Then like after a month or so, I I didn't hear anything from them. I was like, what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> so I tried to contact them, and they said, oh, we're we stopped doing it because it was too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, they're an agency that sends uh, teachers to the U.S., but they mm-hmm. have they, they wanted to go into the physical therapy, therapy. Uh, realm, mm-hmm. but they said it was too hard. It, it would take so long, and they have, will have to process a lot of things. So it's like they said uh, they're, they're, they gave up. <laughs> so the next one, I, I went into a uh, an agency as well that is connected with a, a review center. Mm-hmm. And they asked me to do a, a test for uh, TOEFL and, and stuff. And 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 I, I, I was starting to decide to go with that because they also have their in-house mm-hmm. review center. But I asked I, I, I asked someone who I have signed up with them and he said, I don't go there because they haven't sent anyone yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but they uh, but after their first batch they they started to send uh people now but yeah it it took them a long time uh to be able to deploy um, deploy, successfully uh, therapists so yeah try to research you can try things out you can look for yeah you can uh, ask people you can ask that agency what their plans are Mm -hmm. to see what really fits for you because yeah it's it's business but also look for some uh, look for an agency that would work for you as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, in relation to that, yo, I remember I also um, almost signed up with another agency, mm-hmm. um, but it was for a traveling physical therapy position. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that could work for some people. Um, traveling physical therapy position would be, you know, several short-term assignments mm-hmm. on different states or different mm-hmm. facilities. Mm-hmm. But um, I went with a longer-term 
contract, not really longer term contract, but longer term assignments. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that worked better for me mm-hmm. because even though I really like to travel, um, I want to set up a base, a home base wherein I can acquire some of the things. I could set up my apartment mm-hmm. and that might be something to consider. Um, traveling physical therapy, it pays more, but you know there are a lot more challenges along mm-hmm. the way, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, but some people would can work with that, like thirteen mm-hmm. week assignments. Uh, they'll be staying in that facility for thirteen weeks, usually mm-hmm. covering for for a physical therapist. And there's usually the possibility of being absorbed in that facility mm-hmm. if if they like you. But again, thirteen weeks and and being converted to a long term is not a guarantee. So mm-hmm. so you would after your thirteen weeks and they don't extend you. You, you will be forced to like pack up again and, and move to mm-hmm. a different person or a different state. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I do agree that would work for some people, but you should know beforehand if mm-hmm. that works for you right. because it's a big shift in, you know, it's a change mm-hmm. every time you have to transfer. Um, right. Yeah. Aside from traveling, there are other um, settings, which is like home health. Ask if you're going to be working home health. Uh, mm-hmm. Driving is very important in home health. Uh, ask mm-hmm. if you're going to be in an inpatient yeah. setting, outpatient setting, hospital setting, hospital mm-hmm. settings, right? Mm-hmm. And there are even some school settings uh, mm-hmm. in the pediatric um, population. So I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that's as popular mm-hmm. um, right now. But most of my friends, most of our friends, um, are usually in the older population setting, mm-hmm. um, right? Yeah. So uh, we've heard from other friends that uh, some horror stories of going the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are after they 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 get in the U.S. they go straight to work without mm-hmm. any transition without any help. Some people are just um, I don't want to say um, dump, but seems like it they abandoned yeah. abandoned, <laughs> abandoned and okay you'll be taken to this one it's up to you to look for your apartment it's up to you to look for everything we're gonna mm-hmm. pay for your hotel for one week but it's up to you to to spend for yourself so mm-hmm. how was your experience with uh with your company in transitioning mm-hmm. here once you uh step into the u.s soil yes so once i got here in the u.s um I was sent to um it's sort of a remote remote town not as remote um but it was like um I spent a night in a big city it was um Washington DC and then um the very next day we drove 3 hours to a smaller town um in the east coast and I was left in a hotel, um, how you described it. Um, I was left in a hotel and I was um, asked to look for an apartment by myself. Um, of course, there, there would be some suggestions on which apartments to look for. Um, but I feel I did not get the um, transitional support mm-hmm. that I feel I would have preferred or wanted because it's very hard to um, be like abandoned in a place that you don't have anybody you know Mm -hmm. Um, you only connect with your agency agency through emails Mm -hmm. um, or calls you know so um, find an agency that will 
help you transition well. Mm-hmm. And I think you had a good experience with your transition. Your yes. wife, I always compare my transition to your transition. <laughs> and I was just very lucky that there are a lot of Filipinos in um, the town that I was assigned to. Mm-hmm. and But everybody had a different experience with a transition. Yours was better, you know. I would say it was I was lucky enough to be in that agency before I've heard that agency um wasn't doing well but they were mm-hmm. deploying uh uh therapists but I think they've learned their lessons and they've improved their process so when I the the first time I got in the US I went to the headquarters uh of of the, that agency in, in in that state and they housed us for original plan was two weeks. So one week mm-hmm. of, um, well, they called it a uh, cultural transition, which in where they, they teach you um, what's the difference of the culture in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. And they would help you set up your bank. They would help you set up mm-hmm. your um, driving, driver's license. They would also help you search for car, your car, mm-hmm. even though you're if it if you're going to a different state, you mm-hmm. will do your transactions in that um, home base, and they would also look uh, help you look for your apartment, even though mm-hmm. you're far away from your assigned uh, state. Then the second week is the clinical transition, wherein um, they they help you understand the mechanics of how to work here in the US. Mm-hmm. So like billing, like treatment, like assessment, would it be the same as in the Philippines or what are the differences? What mm-hmm. are you what do you need to be mindful of? So I I felt that I um if I hadn't gone through that process I would be lost because I'm I'm someone who doesn't really reach out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I would be lost. So also, mm-hmm. thankfully, the the um, the the well, where we're where we're assigned to was also filled with a lot of Filipinos who are willing to help out. So mm-hmm. the transition is um, somewhat made it easier. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I feel for those who are. Uh, assigned to like remote areas where they don't have any yeah. mm-hmm. any anyone there or no mm-hmm. anyone there or are mm-hmm. any Filipinos there so <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet it's very hard for them <laughs> yes that's what I experienced uh, but um, I know a lot um, of other Filipinos have horror stories mm-hmm. but we are very lucky um, I feel that Filipinos are usually um, good helpers. Like um, they would help you transition, just find a good Filipino person in uh-huh. one in a community, and then usually they help you transition mm-hmm. with things. If unfortunately your agency doesn't provide the transition that you need, mm-hmm. you need it. Yeah, and I thought you were gonna say Filipinos are resilient, <laughs> and we are. <laughs> yeah. We we will find ways, and uh, mm-hmm. worst comes to worst, we'll we'll try to find ways, even if. <laughs> We try to reach out to um, colleagues that are like just acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, mm-hmm. Filipinos here, like if they learn that you just moved here, even though it's like two, three hours away, they would try to help you out if they, mm-hmm. if if you needed that. Because we, we we know what it it was to to start 
from scratch here and yes. mm-hmm. we we know how hard it is so it's it's very natural for us to help out like mm-hmm. we help out people who just got in like get their furniture move in yes, their furniture yeah, yeah. it um with the furniture <laughs> i think that if you don't have a good transition program you know it's mm-hmm. very hard to prepare for things that you would need in the house mm-hmm. so like um like myself and other filipinos um we'll usually have apartments with no um bed or furniture set up at first like right. so that's a common story like we would have just an air bed and mm-hmm. a chair and a table and mm-hmm. you really just start from scratch so mm-hmm. that's another story <laughs> yeah my my agency would uh leave or the transition person um when when they they took me to where i'm going to be assigned my transition person didn't leave me until uh we we we, we buy or we bought a a, a bed <laughs> I, yeah my bed <laughs> and i've heard from other stories that like there was one time a colleague posted uh, a photo that he was uh sleeping on a um a sheet on on the carpet mm-hmm. on the floor mm-hmm. so i think that that's what they were trying to avoid again that mm-hmm. their healthcare professionals are gonna sleep in in the bed so it's not gonna be uh good for their reputation <laughs> 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 so good uh so yeah so make sure that your agency or you know what your agency's plan for you after you pass the, the test um would they have any um transitional uh, programs program for you mm-hmm. uh, and make sure that they you, you're aware of the the financial result responsibilities coming mm-hmm. in the u.s yeah. from your startup money to getting a car, paying for your apartment, because those yeah, are furniture, things, yeah, furniture, because <laughs> uh, those are things that I don't really think about when uh, when I was in in the Philippines, because mm-hmm. I'm living with my uh, relatives, <laughs> so mm-hmm. family, so so it's not it's not uh, an issue for us, but yeah, and also see if uh, they have any programs for for driving, mm-hmm. getting you started with your bank. Uh, knowing your setting, everything. So, uh, all in all, how was your? Uh, how would you say your your experience is with with the agency? Um, so I feel that during the transition period, it was really, really challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of times that I was um, asked to do things by myself, which mm-hmm. I'm not very good at. Mm-hmm. But on hindsight, you know, um, as you've mentioned, Filipinos are resilient. Mm-hmm. I feel that it's a good story to look back on. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wanted it a different way, I would have researched a lot more. But, um, you know, if you have a good agency, even if they're not very supportive, I feel that you'll still make it, you know, mm-hmm. um, Correct. Yeah. And try to look for if you're going to be assigned to a state, you, the, the physical therapy, uh, Filipino physical therapy community is, is small. I mean, you, 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 you're sure that you would know someone there. Oh, I thought you wanted it small because if it's too big of a Filipino community, it could also be. <laughs> it would be overwhelming. Crazy. <laughs> yes. That's true. No, yeah, I mean the 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 PT world, Filipino PT world is small. Like you would know someone in that state. Oh, you can, yeah. <laughs> you can ask for 
an advice like for in Maryland we have a lot of like alumnus uh, alumni here there in Maryland that I could ask help for but as you've said that we're lucky enough to be assigned to a community where uh, the Filipinos are very welcoming and yes. mm-hmm. really help you out uh, with your transition do you need anything do you and they introduce you to everyone yes they introduce uh, you. you're very lucky I think we were lucky with uh um, town with a location we were sent to. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So as a um, so we're now in in the last part of our uh, conversation. It was a good conversation. I think we've tackled uh, a lot of uh, topics that our fellow physical therapists would want to consider if they want to pursue uh, uh, the agency route if they are. Mm-hmm going to work in the U.S. So there are a lot of podcasts there, a lot of blogs that would discuss the steps so that they they can just research that. But for us, we've given them our experience and what are the things that uh, uh, we, uh, what do you call it? We wished we knew <laughs> back <laughs> then when we started. But yeah, so as, um, uh, as uh, what do you call this, closing, I have just uh, three questions. So mm-hmm. um, uh, it, it's not really, uh, it doesn't really, uh, what do you call this, talk about what we've been talking about here, but as as you as a physical therapist uh, in your practice, um, in your practice in the U.S., here in the U.S. or in, in the Philippines, um, who do you consider as your mentor Mm. Your surprise, surprise question. Surprise question. <laughs> really, really off topic. <laughs> Pero I think it, it, it's it's something that really would um, what do you call this affect us uh, in our practice, like with whoever we look up to or we admire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, I think that's a challenging question because. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, on the spot, I can't think of um, a mentor or somebody I really look up to mm-hmm. um, as a physical therapist who's in the home health setting or who's in the path that I'm trying to take. Mm-hmm. But if there are like good support systems, um, maybe it would be friends mm-hmm. who have been here longer than um, I am. There's mm-hmm. nobody specific mm-hmm. that I can think of. But I think I would be able to carve my own path, mm-hmm. you know, and I am yet to find a mentor right. for whatever I am planning to be. Mm-hmm. And then you're also in the geriatric scene, right? Mm-hmm. You also uh, uh, passed a, a certification for a geriatric clinical specialist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, that's your, is that your uh, main path or are you going to try to go to other paths as well try to uh, so, uh, the, beauty of, <laughs> the beauty of physical therapy practice is that there are a lot of different specializations in mm-hmm. special um there's already a specialization for geriatric but um there are other sub-specializations in that geriatric mm-hmm. um population so i mm-hmm. think um um, what was the question? <laughs> um, so I think that's the path that, yes, I do agree that um, I do believe this is the path that I um, will be taking. I really like geriatrics because 
uh, more for a personal reason that my parents are starting to be in the geriatric population and I really want to apply um, good quality of life um, to study how it is to provide for um, good quality of life for older people, mostly because I love my parents so much and I want to apply it to them. So, right. mm-hmm. okay. But you, who mm-hmm. is your... Who is your mentor? Honestly, no one's asked me that yet. <laughs> but yeah, I know this is a hard, hard question to answer on the spot. Mm-hmm. But how what I, on the spot I would say my mentor or I don't know if he knows that he's my mentor, but uh the 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 PT that I admire most is uh one of my um professors in college uh, uh sir mike peralta so mm-hmm. uh, when he teaches he's very animated like not not overly animated but he's very enthusiastic very mm-hmm. uh, like animated and enthusiastic you see it in her in his eyes when whenever he teaches uh there, there's a, a spark in his eyes that's very excited to for you to learn what he is teaching you and and um, in case that uh, uh, us as students don't understand what he's saying, he would uh, he would try to like try to simplify it more for us to understand or, or relate it into a different um, uh, related to a different thing that it's easily digestible. So for 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 a person to be able to like manipulate the 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 lesson or or turn it around to make it easy it is is something that i dream to become because <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to teach if you're not yes. really it's it, if you're not really well versed in that topic so mm-hmm. I, I i try to aim to be someone who would not rely on your your powerpoint <laughs> to teach and mm-hmm. and just get everything out of your head so that's mm-hmm. what i strive to be i think that's why i i i look up to him mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, that's hard <laughs> it's hard to ask, answer my own question huh? <laughs> all right so going back to the topic what advice um would you give to our fellow physical therapists who wanted to go to the u.s via the uh, agency route so if there's an advice that I could give to um, the, our colleagues who are just starting with the agency route is that they really have to do their research, not just with the application process, but um, take in consideration what will happen to you once you're here in the U.S. already. It could really get overwhelming, um, especially if you really want to move um, or transition here to the U.S. already. Um, so really do your research, write everything down, and be prepared for what is after just the application process because it's equally hard how to start a life in a different location, different country. So research, research, research. <laughs> okay, so um, my last question. Well, second to the last question. Um what because this uh, podcast is called PT Meal, uh, it's a complete meal. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the three ingredients that make up uh, Joy Nolasco? What are the three things that are very in- essential to you that you carry every day in your practice, in your life, 
maybe a value, a principle, um, uh, an event in your life that you always carry with you that makes up who you are? So if there are like three ingredients that I would consider my driving force, um, I think that would be love, Mm -hmm. kindness, and patience. So um, love for the present moments, um, love for the for your patients, um, and you know self love, mm-hmm. and that goes with kindness and patience. So um, as a physical therapist, we have the responsibility to make other people's quality of life better. And, you know, that entails a lot of kindness, especially on patients who are very difficult to manage, you know. So you have to be kind to everybody. And patients as well, that everybody is um, having a different path. You know, you cannot compare yourself to anybody else. Um, Other people would really be ahead of you or um, others are behind you. So you have to be patient with your own process. And that's something I really need to remind myself because I feel I usually rush things and, you know, trust the process, be very patient. Right. Those are the three things. Right. When you said, uh, when you said don't compare yourself to others, I remember my batchmates um, in, when I took that NPT exam, going back, mm-hmm. um, they were uh, picked in the lottery mm-hmm. ahead of me. I was like, Oh wow! <laughs> they can go ahead. They, they're already in the U.S. And it's like, oh, when can I get picked? When can I go to the U.S.? But yeah, he said, he said, trust the process. There might be good things waiting for you. So they they went ahead with a working visa, and luckily for me, I, I went ahead for, with a green card visa, which I did. So therefore, I didn't have any problem of like transferring working visas or mm-hmm. problems with waiting for an employer to sponsor me with the working visa. So, right. That's good. Yes. That's good advice. Yes. Love kindness. You, mm-hmm. Just for curiosity, mm-hmm. um, what would be your three <laughs> ingredients? Why are you giving it back to me? <laughs> I'm the host here. <laughs> I want to know, you know, um, we've been friends for some time now. Mm-hmm. And it's different when you're doing a podcast, but uh-huh. I want, just you know to know what your three ingredients are mm-hmm. well ha huh, that's hard <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'm gonna answer that um my, my three ingredients would be um what do you call this being happy uh being mm-hmm. being happy uh they said that happiness is so overrated but happiness really comes from you it doesn't have it, it shouldn't come from anyone else um you can be happy even though you're you have an, you have a lot of problems you can be happy even though you're bored so happiness would be a state of mind it it's it, i don't want to say that it's it's false happiness or false optimism but just be content happiness is being content being alive being mm-hmm. uh, be able to live another day so that's one um truth would another ingredient of mine would be um i always believe that um there are uh that things happen for a reason mm-hmm. that um 
if you don't get the things that you would like now, it may come later or it may come mm-hmm. in a different form. So that's another thing. Um, what what ingredient is that? <laughs> that's an ingredient. Ano <laughs> <laughs> um, Preparation. <laughs> <laughs> preparation, probably. <laughs> what did they say? Uh, what did they say? That things um, happen the, for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things happen that for things a reason. Have, mm-hmm. So happy, being happy and knowing that things would happen, that things happen for a reason. And mm-hmm. lastly, um, accepting that, um, piggybacking from your what we say of patience, that uh, everything has its own time, um, mm-hmm. that you can't rush things. Uh, there are things that, like, for example, I, um, in, in my college days, I was um, unfortunately... Uh, extended <laughs> for one year so that was really uh the lowest of my uh life back then but um looking back i i think that um it didn't really made so much of an impact on where i am right now i mean in terms of length yes but in terms of what I wanted to achieve back then, which is trying to work as a physical therapist in the U.S., I was still able to come here in the U.S. in my own um, accord and decision. So there, being happy, um, knowing things happen for a reason, and knowing things has uh, have their own time. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Closing, as a closing, what is your, what do you want the audience to take away from this episode? Your um, drop the mic moment. What is your last mm-hmm. statement? All right. So I think um, just like with everything in life, when you apply for an agency or um, with anything in life, you always have to trust the process, but you have to do the hard work for everything. Um, with the agency, you really have to do your research. Um, and with life, you know, you have to do the hard work, you have to show up, you have to have goals, and just trust the process, do what you have to do, and pray that everything will fall in the right places. Right, Thank yeah. you, Johan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Joy, for that informative conversation and sharing your experience with us. Um, you're right. Just trust the process. and. Uh, do the hard work. Uh, it's never easy, whichever route you take, whether you, you do it yourself or uh, you do it with an agency, you still have to work hard for it. All right, again, thank you, Joy, for your time. And that's another serving of PT Mill Physical Therapy Podcast. I hope that you have uh, learned a few pointers uh, on uh, what you should be thinking about when you're going to choose your agency if you want to go to the U.S., so uh, as, as we've said just make sure that you do your research and you know what you're getting yourself into um, most of the agencies are are there for your benefit but you know it, it would never hurt for you to ask around and just be sure in your gut and in your heart that you're comfortable in joining that agency so again uh, I hope that you uh, listen to the next episode and uh, see you again bye